Please be advised that Haunted Friends, the podcast, is an adult program and explicit language will be used. Hi, my name is Danny, and this is Haunted Friends, the podcast. And I'm Tanya, and together we'll be interviewing guests who have had paranormal experiences. We are not experts, and we're not here to prove or disprove any of their accounts. We're simply serving as a forum and an open dialogue for our friends, family, and colleagues to share their experiences no matter how fantastical it might feel to some. Welcome. This is Danny. Hi, this is Tanya. And this is Haunted Friends, the podcast. This is our very first episode. We are so excited very, to very share excited. ghost stories very with excited. you. Yes. <laughs> so um, on our first episode, we're going to talk about our personal experiences. And uh, of course, we also have our special guest star. <laughs> our very special guest, guest star. <laughs> Peterson Valcourt. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hi, Peterson. Hey, how are you guys are. <laughs> so uh, Peterson and I uh, used to work together, and now we don't work together. <laughs> now we're friends. <laughs> now we're friends. <laughs> there you go. So I guess I'm going to start talking about um, my experiences, and um, it's funny because when I was kind of like organizing my thoughts, I started writing down things that happened, and I'm not like I. It's weird because like I have things that happen in clusters, like you know they'll happen in this specific period of time and then there'll be a long time where nothing really ever happens and then things will happen again but it really started when i was like maybe like three four or five when i was living in hong kong and um during that time you know every all the apartments in hong kong are like really tiny <laughs> They're basically so the apartment that my parents and my brother and i were living in it was basically kind of like a little bit bigger than a studio or an efficiency and uh the way it's set up is you walk in there's just one big room and then my parents had this like seagrass i think or like rattan curtain it's like it's like it's very it was very popular back in the 80s it was like you know those it beads it's not beads it's like uh it looks like i think it's called seagrass okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. but it's like this natural material you know okay. and it's kind of like a like a shade that rolls up so oh, yeah, yeah. you know like okay. yes. like back yes. in the yes. 80s yes. like you know so it, it would separate the room so one side was kind of like our living quarters mm-hmm. like you know the sofa and the tv and the other side of my parents bed and my brother's crib was in with my parents and then from there there's like a kitchen and there's a balcony and you have to get okay. through the balcony get to the bathroom and uh we were on the third floor the apartment was 305 and um and outside like beyond the balcony is like this park that's below us and there's like these three ping pong tables and then like you know a big Park. At the time, it was very big. I'm sure if I go back now, it's like really tiny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like but like, um, how old were you? I was like three, four, or five. Because we moved, we came to America when I was about like five, okay. and a half, six. So this was just before. You yeah, moved. this yeah. before we moved, and um, yeah. So, and there was, and it's funny. Like my brother and I, when we were younger, we would experience a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the and things as a that kid, you probably didn't think it was 
Right, we didn't. It was oh. yeah. It was just, just like oh, just this happened. this just happens, and like you know, it was cool, like you know. But um, one of the things that used to happen is we would the both of us we would hear somebody call it like literally call a name. They'd be like Danny Michael, come down and play, and it would be coming from the park, and we would run out to the balcony and look down, and there'd be nobody down there, and it was always a woman, and she would be like Danny Michael, come out and play, or come down and play, yeah. and we would run out. And we won't see anybody. And then a lot of times we would hear people playing ping pong. Um, and the, the tables are just literally right below our balcony. And mm-hmm. there's like three of them. And we would hear the ball going back and forth, back and forth. And like the paddle, you know, hitting the ball and things mm-hmm. like that. And again, we would run out. And there would be nobody there. And like the park is empty. Nobody's out mm-hmm. there. And my mom, and it's funny because my so brother. You, yeah. you wouldn't hear any <laughs> footsteps afterwards or like no, any kind of like. I, I don't know. Voice and- yeah, it was just a voice. Like, I mean, it was so long ago. We were kids. Yeah. Like, all I just remember is, like, people keep calling us to go down and play. Yeah. And then um, my and mom. You probably also don't, like, look for yeah, sort of signs. Yeah. Yeah. You just hear yeah. the voice. And it's like, oh, I'm like, going to go yeah. play. Someone's yeah. calling me. And then <laughs> you backtrack and think, wait. Was that really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think was we even thought really? that. We were just yeah. like, somebody, so who is down there calling us? And then <laughs> right. we go, nobody's there. Yeah. And my brother was like, you know, he was probably three at the time. So, and there's this threshold on the balcony. So every time we run out, he would just (laughs) like literally trip over the flesh, the threshold and fall over. And my mom would be like, why are you guys running in and out? And they were like, somebody's calling us to go, go downstairs and play, you know? Oh, she wouldn't hear this. She wouldn't hear it. Like it was just the two of us. Oh yeah. (laughs) My mom was there. It was just the two of us and we would hear it. And then. And we just run out. And my mom's like, why are you guys running in and out <laughs> all the time? And we're like, somebody's calling us to go play. So so that was like one of the things. Like, you know, we would hear voices. And another thing was like the TV. So, you know, this is back in the time where we had like three channels. <laughs> and then <laughs> at midnight, the national anthem would come on. And then you have static the rest of the night until the, the following morning. So, and my dad worked really late so he would come home like maybe after midnight wow. and then um so my mom and my brother would be like you know behind that rattan curtain mm-hmm. or whatever it was and they would be sleeping and i would be in the living room on the sofa and um my dad would come home and he would eat and he would watch tv mm-hmm. and he would turn the volume really low or he would just put on mute and he mm-hmm. would just like eat dinner and watch tv mm-hmm. and go to bed so then like um my mom would wake up in the middle of the night and because the, the curtain is like you can see through it in a way so you can see the light and she would see the TV flashing and she would assume it's my dad because he doesn't have the volume on and he'll, she'll be like you know it's late you know come to bed but then she, no, nobody would respond and she would just go back to bed and then it would be like you know be a little bit while later she would hear the door and my dad is coming home so nobody was watching TV and the crazy thing is like I would remember this but then at the time again I didn't really think anything of it because I was in the living room mm-hmm. that that was where where I slept and I would wake up and I would see static and the TV would be on it was just static and then and I would just go back to bed because now, like I mean these aren't like the TVs that we have now it was this yeah, like back in the days school. you had to get up and like yeah. turn yeah, the TV on kind of like stuff I don't know did we or, have remotes we did have remotes they weren't like remotes you rolled over and you like yeah. the TV right. turned on no, you know no. like, right. there was some effort to yeah. actually turn on the TV yeah, yeah. oh wow yeah but then at the time like it was a normal thing because it was literally I would think it was like every night like I would wake up and the TV would be on and then, but, you know, I never thought anything of it. I was just mm-hmm. like, it's just, that's what it was. And I would just go to sleep. And because at the time, you don't know anything about, like, you don't know what ghosts are. Yeah. You never, 
Yeah. Kids have more open minds anyway yeah. to things. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know they what, don't know what dying meant. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, they went shopping. Yeah. They n- never, never came back. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But, to live on a farm. <laughs> yeah, they went to live on a farm. <laughs> That's what our dog said. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so, so that was that. And then like my dad would, um, so you know, like sometimes he would take an afternoon nap or whatever, or like at night he would be sleeping. And he would um, feel like somebody, like kids jumping on the bed. And he would think it was my brother and I. And he would like, you know, open his eyes and there was nobody there. Or he'll be like, stop it, or whatever. But then it was basically just him, and nobody would be there. So that was kind of crazy. And because this, it's much later on, um, after we've all moved to America, we still had that apartment. And people, every time in they... China? And, and this in Hong Kong. Yeah, um, yeah, China. Basically China now. But like, yeah, in Hong Kong. And then, um, like, every time we have family that goes back to Hong Kong to visit or on vacation, they would stay in that apartment. And then my grandfather at the time, he passed away now, but at the time he went back and he stayed there. And when he came back, he was telling my aunts that, um, like, in the middle of the night, he felt, like, kids crawling on him. What? And, like, Mm. pulling on his ears. Mm. (laughs) And he said that at one point he heard um, one one of the kids ask, like, where did all the kids go? Oh. (laughs) That's chilling. Yeah, it it was kind of... I should have come to America with you. <laughs> no, no, no. no, they can stay where they're at. So let me ask you: Have you yeah. have you had conversation with your parents about this at all? Oh yeah, like, we talk about we, yeah. we know like, we talk about this apartment. Everybody knows, like everybody in the family knows that that apartment was haunted. You still have and, it? Uh, no, we don't have it anymore. I think we had it up to maybe a decade ago, and then like and, you know we don't have it anymore. My great grandmother was living there for a while until we brought her over um, to. You know, my aunt's brought her away to LA. This would be like a great like milestone yeah, to do there. A, a session uh, in the yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, I don't know. Yeah, but also like the first time I ever had sleep paralysis also in that apartment, and I was just like a child. I didn't know. Like I, I remember I was sleeping my parents like in that area in that bedroom, and I woke up and I couldn't move, and like I just I couldn't move. And I remember, like, I don't know if I was screaming or I was like, it was in my head that I was screaming. And I kept calling for my mom, and but nobody heard me. But I know everybody was in the house because I could hear the TV on the other side of this curtain, you know. Mm-hmm. So everybody was there, but nobody came to me. And it finally was when I was able to move. I ran outside and I was crying. I was like, I was calling for you. I kept telling my mom, I was calling for you, calling for you, and you did not, like, you didn't come for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I couldn't move. I couldn't like move my hands. I couldn't move my head. I was just like paralyzed like in bed and that was like yeah that was like the first time i ever had like sleep paralysis i don't remember if i saw anything but i don't think i did because if i did i probably would have remembered but it was just it was like a very um, so did you feel like you were being restrained or like was it just like something was on top of you or it's more the classic yeah 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 it's like like Pressing pressure, pressing on, pressure on you. Was it like a focus of like your arm, your chest? Was it it like was just my like entire body. Move. I just couldn't move. It was like very weird. And yeah, it was like, that, that was like the first time I ever had it. I had it again. Like I've had it twice in my mm-hmm. entire life. Um, I had it again like later on, but I'll talk about that 
some other time. But like <laughs> for another that episode. That was for another episode. But like I had I had that another time. And again, that was like when I was younger. It's probably that happened when I was like maybe eight or nine. Okay. Um but then another thing, so this is like there's so much stuff happening in this world. <laughs> another thing was my parents and my aunts would say that um I would always be like, you know, doing my own thing all of a sudden I'd be like, ouch, the lady hit my head or like what? the lady not lock knock on my head or something. And it's funny because when every time they mention that like story no. incident, whatever, I, I actually remember um there was this little girl and like and I guess at the time I call her lady or well it's it's this language thing because because in chinese like you're either a little sister older sister or or, or granny <laughs> like, those are like the three and, and they're and even they're not a family you call mm-hmm. them older sister younger sister or, or granny okay. <laughs> so like so she was older than me so mm-hmm. I, you know, older sister like whatever but i was like you know the lady hit me in the head and i actually remember there was like this girl in pigtails and there's this toy that we had, like, you know, in, in Asia and Hong Kong, like, where it's, like, a plastic hammer, and it's, like, it's red, and then it has an accordion-style... Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, it's, like, yellow yeah, and green, yeah, and it would yeah. hit, and yeah. it would, like, have a, yeah. a funky... Squeaky voice. voice. Yeah, squeaky yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. And she would hit me on the head with it, and I would be like, ouch. And, <laughs> like... And, and I was doing... Uh, my parents were telling me that I did that for a long time until they went to Thailand, and they went to this temple, and they bought this um, kind of, like, a pendant... And it was um, the ashes of, like, a monk. So they, like, I don't know how they did it. Probably they molded it into something. But it was, like, underneath this, like, clear acrylic. Um, and I would wear it around my neck. And they said that once they bought that for me, like, I never mentioned the lady again. And, and it's funny because I actually had that pendant all through, like, I never, I think I stopped wearing it, like, after, like, elementary school or whatever. But I still had it in high school. I, I remember seeing it in a drawer. I was like, oh, there's that pendant. How <laughs> long did you live? Not very remember? long because okay. I would think. Maybe Were you born in, in, in that? I was no. I was born. Well, I was born in Hong Kong, but we didn't live there till I was maybe like three. Okay. okay. Yeah, three. Because and we came to America when I was like five and a half, six. Okay. So maybe two and a half years that we were there. Have um, you ever looked into the history of the area, or if there was anything? No, like well, I mean Hong Kong is <laughs> like. like you it's want just, to? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I don't like Hong I mean, Kong. Is it on so, sacred ground? Or, I don't know. Like, I don't know, but these are these are giant. Multiplex, I know, like, you know, like, crazy yeah. but, but, like, buildings. The, the territory, but maybe the been, area like, could have been, like, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. So much history in World War Two, like, yeah. and like you know when well, Japanese invaded. That, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of a um, lot of death and war and stuff like that in Asia. And, like, in Hong Kong. I mean, I don't know your experience in Hong Kong. It didn't sound like negative. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's more like somebody wanted companionship more so. Yeah. Like it sounded play. like little kids that yeah. wanted yeah. playmates. Or... Yeah. I don't I know. So. It might be more traumatic like, games. I know. I don't know. <laughs> Did they weird. seem like they were from the same time as you? Mm. I don't know. She just... It's a little girl. You know, like, I, I don't... Yeah. There like, wasn't anything that jumped out at you Like her clothing or whatever. Mm. Not really. She just... She was like a little girl. I don't but they didn't feel like out. The energy didn't feel outdated. Like when someone's yeah. saying come play, I guess. But then the, the person who said to come out to play yeah. was an older, it was an older, it was a woman's voice. Okay. It wasn't a kid's voice. Okay. So it was like, wow. it was yeah, it different. It sounds like there's like a few. Yeah, there's like other things hanging out there. <laughs> yeah. But the, also the crazy thing is like, so that apartment number was 305. And that number sort of like, sort of like throughout my life, there's like, I always see this number and I would like wake up in the middle of the night and no matter like I could be in bed 
like tossing and turning, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's the moment I look at the clock and it's like three o five, and then it would freak me out because I'm like, okay, why is it always three o five? And then so the funniest thing is, so now that I'm in like a, a committed relationship, mm-hmm. and um, Nav, which we both have met, like his birthday is May third. Which we're both from British colony because he's from Trinidad, mm-hmm. and the way we write our date would be o three o five, and then I'm like, this is crazy, yeah. <laughs> like, so. Well, I think yeah. there is significance to to that, and I don't know necessarily how to interpret or how, what it means, but there are always certain dates and numbers that keep reappearing in people's lives. Like yeah. for me too, actually, like threes are always appearing. Like, in fact, where I live, my address has a bunch of threes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and phone numbers have threes. Important dates, like my dad's birthday is March 3rd. So there's always like, there's all, I don't know, there's always certain yeah. numbers that like reappear and you can, numerology is a whole nother thing yeah. that yeah. I, don't I don't know how. I never got into that. Like I, I always hear people like, oh, give me your date of birth and the time you're born. You can figure all this like yeah. astral. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's like numbers, but I don't know like what that you know. A lot of it is so generic. It's like astrology. It's very generic, like how, like what to read the interpretation for your personal Mm -hmm. thing. But it's interesting that there are these these numbers that keep reappearing and that keep showing up in your life for some reason. Woman, maybe never. So what else is that number showing up? Just like when I wake up, it's always like when I wake up. In the middle of the night, mm-hmm. which is the, that scares me the most because I think okay. like now sometimes I don't even look at the clock because I'm like because it, it's crazy it's not like I wake up and I look at it three or five is I I would wake up toss around in bed or or and then go to the bathroom and come mm-hmm. back and it's just the moment I look at the clock it's three or five yeah. and I'm like how is this possible <laughs> you know? the clock working yes <laughs> is, is it, it like, the, like the clocks are all playing a prank on me <laughs> in the middle of the night you're just Digital. like stuck on that time <laughs> yes I don't know it's crazy. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you mentioned that you started noticing these experiences when you were moving or right before you moved mm-hmm. because I feel like every time that I've had anything that I couldn't really explain like has been when I was moving. And I grew up mm-hmm. moving a lot. Like I'm mm-hmm. my because my dad's job, we moved around like every 3 to 4 years we were in a different place. And that whole, like, transition was always very traumatic, like, leaving your friends behind, starting over, not knowing, like, what the, you know, that all that uncertainty always, like, was something that was really present in my life. And I feel like every time that I had, like, either sleep paralysis or I had, like, some, like, dream or vision where I wasn't quite sure if, if I was awake or sleeping, it was always around that time of, like, stress and so you can look at that like I've always chosen to think of it in two ways either it's something that like I it was how I chose to deal with it or there are like spirits and family members that are coming to like help us like through that transition so I I think that both have probably happened at one point but it's it's interesting because I think like depending on where you are in your life different things come to you and different things happen to you also I don't know, like, but, like, was there a place for you that meant, like, you felt like this was your foundation and you were taken away from that? Or, like, you moved? When you moved, was there one place that was like, oh, this is where I thought I was going to be for the rest of my life? And then well, I think 
growing up, I didn't really realize what that place was for me until mm. I was a teen and came to New York. Okay. Like, when I came to New York and I, like, my first time here was really, like, revealing to me and I just felt like, oh, I, my, like, my energy matches here. Mm-hmm. I like, this is, like, a place where I can see myself. Up until then, it was always more like I was attached to people, okay. I was attached to to that like to those relationships a mm. lot more than I was to a place because okay. I was born in Sweden mm-hmm. and I'm from Brazil so okay. I already did not start in a place that like <laughs> matched with who I, with who I was and so I it was always really about like my family and the friends that I made mm. and like leaving them behind and like seeing will I find you know these kinds of friendships mm-hmm. again and that kind of thing and once once I moved, once I got old enough to be able to choose where I wanted to live, mm-hmm. I knew it was New York. And I, from then on, it's been like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've said that too, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, never, well, just because I said that, let's see. <laughs> let's see what happens. So, like, what's been, have you had, like, a, like an experience? So, I, the one that sticks out to me the most was when, actually, I was... Um, Right, it was right after college. I was in a place in my life where I wasn't sure if I was staying in in the U.S. or if I was moving back to Brazil, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of stress around that. Mm-hmm. And I had decided that I was going to try to move back to Brazil with my dad. And I remember I was staying with my sister, and I I couldn't sleep. I was having like it was during the summer. It was kind of muggy. I could really what sleep properly this is in new york <laughs> where upper east side okay okay yeah okay. upper east side um before it became cool <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah she had a one-bedroom apartment um like not too high up but mm-hmm. like we got like enough light that when the sun was blaring it would like heat up mm-hmm. it'd be a, a, a whole thing but um i just remember like not one night not being able to sleep basically kind of and turning all night and um it was probably like closer to morning time at this point where I was kind of starting to fall asleep but not really and I could the room was starting to get light but not really it, it hadn't dawned yet and I just like had like this ringing in my ears I just kept like I couldn't really fall asleep because I just had like this ringing in my ears and I don't know why I decided to do this, but I just, like, decided to turn around, and I saw, like, in kind of pixelated, if that's even a way to describe it. I just saw, like, a, something that could be a figure. Okay. But I, but I also thought, like, oh, my vision's blurry, it's probably just playing tricks mm-hmm. on me. So I saw, like, what it seemed like, this old man. Okay just standing there and I wasn't really afraid or not I wasn't even really trusting what I was seeing um but after that I managed to actually fall asleep Mm -hmm. after I saw this figure so fast forward a few weeks I am in Brazil with my dad Mm -hmm. and um we are cleaning up um because we have a bunch of stuff everywhere (laughs) so I was helping him like clean up um some of our things and like organize some things and i I find a picture that he drew of this old man. Yeah, my dad's a really talented artist, and he draws. He drew pictures of us, and he was always drawing. And not so much anymore, but he used to when we were growing up. And I found this picture of a portrait that he had done of this old man Mm -hmm. who looked 
at that point, I hadn't thought of this episode that had happened mm -hmm. in New York. But the minute I saw that, it just came back to me. And I asked my dad, like, oh, who's this? And it was my grandfather. Oh, wow. Who I That's didn't, so like, I, because we traveled so much, yeah. I never really knew him. Gotcha. So uh, that was kind of a cool thing that, like, it, it, for me, like, I, I just think, like, that he was watching over me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even though, like, we in life, we didn't really have, like, a connection. Mm -hmm. Like, we, you know, yeah. he's he's present in our lives mm -hmm. in some way. So that's that's really my yeah. one, like, really ghost story that I yeah. can think <laughs> and I always like to think that there's like family members and people like, yeah. that maybe we haven't even met that are like in our lives still. yeah it's weird like I heard stories a lot of times where like you know um, it's like their great aunt or like their great grandmother yeah. that you've never met and they're just sort of like there like yeah they're I like to believe that they're there and, that yeah. they're around yeah, so I think I think if you listen and if you pay attention to things you can you can find that, you know, you can pick up on signs. I, in general, am not the most perceptive person to things around me, so that, like, had to be, he must have really been trying to get my Did attention. you tell your dad anything about that during um, the time? I haven't, I haven't, because I don't think, I don't think he would have, I don't, my, my family would just probably laugh it off. They wouldn't really believe it. That's a crazy thing, right? Because I feel like certain things we're just so programmed to not speak about or even mm -hmm. like communicate like we're doing this for example right. but like imagine that your dad is like oh my god i've been seeing this like you know what i mean <laughs> you imagine he's like and he's like <laughs> yeah. nobody talked about it because i didn't want to you know like yeah. it, it could be like a, a, a way to like have that conversation or had that conversation right. yeah. yeah yeah it's funny like i remember one of my favorite things that like my dad's like a really kind mm -hmm. like person all little kids just love him like dogs love everyone no. just loves him because he just like has that like personality but i remember when my sister and i were little and if my sister was afraid of the dark you'd just be like oh well if you see a ghost just say you don't believe in them they'll go away. <laughs> so, just tell them i don't believe in you and go back to sleep <laughs> you're not really here <laughs> you're not here <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, what about you, Peterson? What's your what's your ghost story for us? Well, I don't know if I have a ghost story, but or I definitely experience. have an experience that. So, most people don't know. So, I have, and I think I, I brushed on this last time we got we met, we talked. I have a very weird way of. Um, I found out my the way I remember things. Like my my brain categorizes certain things, yeah. and everything else it just tosses out. Mm -hmm. If it's not important. I will not remember. Like, block it out. <laughs> it'll just block it out, make space for what's very important or what's like, like been like stamped, right? Yeah. Like these are like impactful moments that are just stamped and they're very vivid and very visual. So like, I can't, like, I can't remember when I was like younger or something, like none of that stuff exists mm -hmm. in my mind. <laughs> but, um, this was when I, I'm from Haiti. So I was born in Haiti. Uh, my parents left Haiti. They came to the U S and I was raised with my grandparents. Um, and huge house, you know, compound kind of house, whatever. Uh, pretty much the whole family lived there. Extended family lived there. And um, I must have been... Where in the U.S. was this? No, this was in Haiti. This was still in, in Haiti. Okay. In Haiti, yeah. It was like, maybe it was about like, let's say maybe I came here about nine, so I must have been, I'd say seven, six or seven years old. And, um, you know, this was around a time it was very chaotic. There was a lot of like chaos and violence, and you know the country was in turmoil. People were leaving. You know, a lot of 
coups was happening. Right, right. Um, and I just remember one night that, and this this was my 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 mom's or my uncle's my my, my mom's brother. Um, I remember him waking me up one night and say, "Hey, let's go. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Like these people are coming. We gotta get out of here." So at the time, before my father left to come here, he worked mm-hmm. for the existing government <laughs> and I was getting kicked out and he left and he came to get a visa and all that good stuff and I remember him waking me up we gotta go like we gotta get up we gotta go we gotta go and like I woke up and he grabbed my hand and we were running but it was like kind of weird because it felt somewhat dreamlike mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, and it was like a little haze to him it was like a weird thing but like I remember his 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 head and his like, not his whole, like, I don't remember what he was wearing, but I remember his head and his face. Like, so I was focusing mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, we gotta go, we gotta go. And I remember running through the hallway, um, but we didn't get anybody else. Like, we didn't, like, knock on anybody else's door. And, like, we kind of ran out the house, and then I, like, woke up. Mm-hmm. But the next day I was leaving. I didn't know this. I was leaving to come to the U.S. Um, but I always found out he died. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I won't get into that aspect of yeah. it, but like that was like very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so had he already passed away when you had this experience? Yeah. So he came. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, like, when I was leaving, like my family knew I was leaving. Well, my my grandmother knew I was leaving, but I didn't know, like. They, they, like, oh, no, you're leaving tomorrow. Like, this was literally, like, yeah. we're getting up, you're packing, and you're leaving. Um, your parents called for you. You got a visa, so you got to leave. Um, so, I actually, it's funny, because I didn't tell that to anybody until my grandmother came here. Yeah. And the thing with, like, being Haitian, it's like, that stuff is kind of, like, taboo. Mm-hmm. Like, I was uh-huh. so, like, telling you, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know about your culture, mm-hmm. like, in Brazilian culture, but, uh, like, you know, to, to see somebody in that vision and, like, much. It's like yeah. you're not supposed to like talk about yeah. that stuff. You know, yeah. it's like voodoo. It's like you know mischief yeah. and stuff like that. So it's a weird thing because like that that whole scenario exists in my mind, unlike anything else I've experienced as a kid. Like it's like this very vivid thing. Um, like, I can't remember like even when I was leaving. Like what, I don't remember what happened. I have mm-hmm. pictures mm-hmm. like when I was leaving in the airport, my family's. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. But wow. that I remember the night before that. Um, yeah, so that's my story. Yes. No, <laughs> so that's... why do you think that happened? What is? How did you? you know what? I, I, interpret all of that now, looking back. I don't even know if I can interpret that. To be honest with you, because like I don't remember being close to, to you know, like the people. I was cl- like, it's weird to say this, but like <laughs> in Haiti, like you know, we had a houseboy. Like you know, you had like people that helped house yeah. like I was close to the house boys close to my grandparents well well my grandmothers there's yeah. two of them um one from my mother's side one from my father's side um and my aunts but like not my mother well not my mother's brother my uncle from that side like you know we weren't close mm-hmm. so I don't know like I yeah. really don't like it's a weird yeah it's interesting yeah right? Because in my case, yeah. like I wasn't close to my grandfather at all. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he was really close to any of my family members. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that they would be the ones that come back. Yeah, yeah. And even to this day, like I don't know if it served the purpose. Cause I was, le- I guess, I was leaving anyway. 
don't know. Maybe that was like. How, how old were you again? Probably like six or seven. Yeah. That came here. Well, it could be that maybe because like. It could be that maybe you didn't have a relationship with your grandfather, but your grandfather no, my, was my attached. Uncle. Or, oh, your yeah, uncle, I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah. he was, because you were younger, you were yeah. a kid. And so, you know, adults tend to, you well, know. It's weird, because like, <laughs> even, um, like I have a cousin who came here from my, he's my mother's sister's son. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember idolizing him. Like, he was a cool guy, you know, always getting in trouble. So he was kind of like, I remember him and like, yeah. oh yeah, like I wanted to be like that guy, but like, yeah, I don't remember. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember any kind of like, yeah. oh, like that connection. Yeah. So yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah, I miss my story. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's a great story. Good. Yeah. And I've had, good. I've heard of other people. Um, I've had other friends who have said the same, similar thing where someone that has recently died has come back to them mm-hmm. and just like an yeah. insignificant interaction. Like, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, her, when her grandmother passed away, she saw her in the kitchen getting a glass of water and she had already passed at that point. Uh-huh. So I don't know. It, yeah. Maybe they just want to come back and like check in one yeah. final time to see that, yeah. you know, you're okay and. Maybe. Or, or telling you, like, you have to go. Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't know. Yeah. In case you're planning on not to, you have to go. Have and to I'm go. showing you this. But it's, like, weird, because that house, um, I, I haven't been... We still have, Well, the family has the house. But I actually haven't been inside of the house uh-huh. since I left. Like, it's a weird yeah. like, thing, yeah. So I was just saying, oh, you should go back. Yeah. I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> No, we actually we went back when I was back in O two when I went back to Hong Kong. Like mm-hmm. I was studying abroad in Shanghai, okay. and my parents came pick me up and we went to Hong Kong together. And I think that was when my great grandmother was living there, and we went to visit. And I don't like you know I didn't. It was actually a lot different than what I remembered it to mm-hmm. be because I was just so young. And then went back, I was in college already, mm-hmm. so like you know it was it was very different. And I was like, oh, we used to live here, <laughs> you know. Different? How is it like? You know, um, like it was not what I remembered. You know, like, 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 I didn't remember there was wallpaper and mm. there was wallpaper, yeah. you know, and I didn't remember. And it's funny because like, you know, we're, we're all in like the design architecture mm. field. So like, you know, yeah. now I'm, I see things and like, you know, oh, yeah. the, the wallpaper and the kitchen yeah. and like the setup of the apartment, you know. So I like I, I see things differently now as an adult. So mm. it was very different. And then like, you know, I was, that's so weird. You have to walk through the balcony to get to the bathroom, you know, like, you know, you know like things like that. I was like, oh, and it's so small, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's funny when you said that. I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's an odd setup." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's very strange. But yeah, unfortunately, we don't have that um, apartment anymore. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice to have if we go back to vacation. You know, to somewhere to stay. Yeah. It's so expensive in Hong mm-hmm. Kong now. So. But, uh-huh. but that's the other thing too. That's uh, like about having these unexplained experiences. Is that a lot of it is also how you feel something and see something, and you can go back to a certain mm-hmm. place and like not have that same feeling or yeah. see things totally different which is another reason why I think it's so interesting when these things happen to actually look like where you are in your life like yeah. what was yeah. happening what it's because true. a lot of it could be like how you're interpreting things too yeah. Yeah. so yeah. yeah and it's interesting how like you know when you're younger you're more I guess like a lot of times you hear stories about kids seeing them because I guess they're more perspective, mm-hmm. perceptive to things like this because 
they're just they don't know what's what in the world yeah what and to internalize that this is yeah this is this is real this is not like you right. don't have that you just see everything as it is. right but also i think it's also like a welcoming thing because there's there's an innocence to it mm-hmm. like you don't push yeah. that energy away it's kind of yeah. like oh it's like anything like kids like I mean, we tell them, okay, yeah, don't speak to strangers, like, or yeah. we, right. we create what negative energy right. is versus like we have to set the parameters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was so no as parameters. a kid, like that yeah. energy comes, and you're just like, okay, you go with it. Versus <laughs> us, we're like, no, no, I am not seeing this. This is not happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I think a lot of like a lot of people will just like be like, nope. I've probably done that a few times. Like, nope, not gonna deal with you tonight. Sure just... Not today. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. great first conversation. First, yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you. For Thanks for having me. And let's yes. For more information about this podcast, please visit us at www.hauntedfriendsthepodcast.com. We are also on Instagram and Twitter at HFTP underscore podcast. And please do not haunt us or follow us home. Humans Humans only. only. Bye, Bye, ghost. ghost.